Hey, welcome to episode four. Episode four, four to the floor. Of- Here we go. <laughs> oh my god. Here we fucking go. Oh my god. Of Chris and Sarah wear the pants. We wear the pants. We should. I don't, but you, you do. You never do. But yeah. in, Metaphorically. in my mind, you are a pants wearer. Thank you so much. Um, look, this is our fourth episode, mm. but it's the first one since we launched today. Yes. Which is a whole vibe. Uh, so happy launch day to the pants. Squad. I know. Even though from now on, you'll all know that we're, we have been three ahead. But that's because we want to get them to you every week. That's yeah, the it's only true. way. You've got to have true. some in the bank. It's true. Now I don't know how it's going to look. Like we've 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 set up our phones to film ourselves, and this could put a whole different dynamic. <laughs> we just become really. Small <laughs> I do. I feel like really like I don't know. Do, am I looking at you? Am I looking at the camera? Why it's would you mental? Look? Well, I don't know. You were doing it before. Now I'm going. Oh fuck! How's my hair? Is it all right? <laughs> can I just? Can I? Because we're all about being honest. Can I be perfectly honest with you? No, I was. <laughs> I was really excited for this to be the one thing we do where we don't have to care about what we look like. Mm. I was like, oh, my God, a podcast. I can show up in my pajamas, as I'm pretty sure I've done. Mm, I know. And just record it. And we were even going to go to the gymnasium before this. And we didn't. Because we thought about how we looked. But also, you know, we're lucky to be doing this. And content's content, you know. Oh, mate. Content is king. Um, Can I also... Queen. Can I also just say I'm feeling a little um, rattled? I, I also find it like someone's watching and it feels gross. No, I don't feel rattled because of that. I feel rattled because oh. of what just happened before. Oh, okay. So Sarah lit a fire in my kitchen momentarily ago and I thought she was just saying, oh, it's really hot. That you've, um, I've really made the coffee pot hot. No, but, it was literally a But flame. she actually said it's burning. I went, oh, you're right? Because I thought, no way is it actually So I had a stovetop coffee pot on. And um, I put it on the wrong burner, which I didn't know was a thing. And then I went over to check my coffee and the handle of the coffee pot was up in full. And you were just standing there in shock, like staring at it. And were you going to wait till it burned the whole kitchen down? <laughs> and then the plastic started dripping onto the stove. And I was just like, Chris, the, the coffee's on fire. And you were like... And you were like, what? And I was like, no, like the kids on fire. Yeah. I, and you were like, oh. And then you like, <laughs> saw it and just wandered on over as the flames got higher and higher. I know. And it was then a burning ring it, of coffee And then you fire. just picked it up with the detail and we kind of just. And then I dropped had, it. We had quite a calm discussion about what to do with it. And <laughs> I don't know why, but in my head, I was thinking, oh, you don't. You don't put water on a gas oh, fire. Was- that's what I. Was, that's what I was. That's what where I was stuck at in my head. I was in a loop. I think going, I, I think I swatted at it with a cloth a few times as well <laughs> with that same mentality. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. If you wondered what we're doing in a crisis, that's what you, you looking at the camera. I yeah, saw you look. Yeah, but it's right. Like it's. I know. It's, it's at my. Um. It's at my eleven o'clock. <laughs> You're at my twelve. <laughs> Mine's at. Ten thirty. You know when you do actual professional podcasts and they have like tiny no. little cameras, like those little. Oh, so you don't even see them, so, so you don't so look there. at them. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm a bit of a camera ba- camera barrel. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, we haven't recorded for like a week. It's so good to be back. Yeah, it is good. Let's just momentarily mention what we talked about in our first oh, episode, episode, which is the, by this the way, is the Christiane Fay eyebrow cursed kit that yeah. I found in a hotel in Melbourne. Oh, and, and we actually belonged to Sarah. We did a survey, and I don't think because we, we have so much to do this oh week, God. I don't think we have time. But we did do a survey, and so far, a hundred percent of people have said they want to see us try this live on air. We're going to do it. Oh well, I think we should. I think you need you need. Look, okay, hang on. Here we go. I think this is a good one. See, this here we go. Is, so you is, do that. That. Oh hang, my god! Hang on, you do that. Hold it to your face, and then I'm going it's to. It's probably going to give me a disease. Do it. That's not where your eyebrow is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're idiots. If this is audio, don't forget people are listening, yes, and they just think we're being idiots. So what we've got is we've got an eye. It's a plastic like those stencils you used to do. It. Put it on your eyebrow. And also, this is a good. I, I'm totally off camera now. This is a good time to plug Chris and Sarah wear the pants oh, on Instagram. Okay. So <laughs> wait, don't move it. Okay, don't so move. I've pressed a, a plastic stencil of an eyebrow shape onto my actual eyebrow. Sarah is now, with no delicacy, I might add. <laughs> Shoving brown powder on it. I'm gonna look cursed. I'm gonna look like I'm gonna look like Tom from Magnum PI. Let's see. Tom Selleck. Get ready for some reveal. Tom Selleck. Oh, it is. It is. I look like Tom Selleck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna do the other side. It doesn't actually look as bad as I thought. The, Hang on. It goes a long way. Go. You look try, how far it goes. You try one of the other ones on me. It's oh, almost... what about this one? You, <laughs> Hang on, you try this one on no, me. No, I feel like now we're going to lose people. This is just – people are going to hate this. <laughs> you got to really get in there. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, Chris, I now have – I picked a very thin eyebrow, like an early naughty and style. it's really not the shape that your actual eyebrows. No, my eyebrows are... It's not even on hair. I'm just putting it <laughs> on your skin. Great, okay, good. Okay. Should we try that? Reveal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that looks terrible. Okay, anyway, so... we've used the cursed eyebrow kit so everyone can just grow up now. I think – no, I'm not done. I think I think we need to do a full before and after. Oh, Hang on. Can I look mm. in your camera? Let's see. <laughs> it's not even near my eyebrow. Uh, ludicrous. Anyway, oh sorry God. if you're listening to this. This is bad. Um, no, I wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who has listened to it, who listened to our trailer. Oh, yeah, sorry. Subscribe. Yeah, no, I like, mean, people are Sarah's giving me a look. Mm-hmm. No, what I mean is that the, Which eye- you can see I'm on camera. the eyebrow kit. <clears throat> it would, we, I promise this is not a podcast about the Christian Faye 80s eyebrow kit. Nor are we sponsored All by f- them, and nor would we want to be, frankly, after using the product. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I, I was quite excited to have a podcast this morning. I'm, mm. I'm hoping that we keep this momentum up. It's really hard to look at you with one eyebrow stencil. Oh, yours looks so stupid. Yours goes outside your eye. Yours goes like onto your temple. I feel like this end is in Western Australia. It is. It is. That end is three hours behind. <laughs> Oh Lord! Don't wipe no, it away! Don't, t- don't scream at me! Oh, like sorry, that's uh, sorry to our uh, t- sorry to Tim. That got really hot. <laughs> okay, so really hot. we've got a couple of um, articles for you as well. Oh, are we, okay, we going to talk? No, I mean I just feel like we've wasted so much time on eyebrow. We haven't wasted uh, <laughs> time. Also, you've been away. You've been on tour. Oh, yeah, I missed you. I did. Yeah, missed you too. Mm-hmm. And you've been hiking with your male friends. Mm-hmm. Toxic. Why do you make it sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Well, I had a great time. I went to the Blue Mountains. It was awesome. Great. What is it when girls like guys better than girls? 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know, just having friends. <laughs> also, I feel like people don't care about us, so we're losing. We're probably losing them now. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. They don't care about us. That's interesting. I don't know. I mean, uh, fair enough. Call Why into, would you? Call into 1-800 Chris and Sarah with the pants if you give a fuck what we did on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, All right, I'm going to – You got something? I'm going to read an article out. Okay, great. So, look, I'm not sure about it. Like, it's <laughs> – Okay. This, just, is, this is from the same person who posted online last night, I wouldn't listen to this <laughs> podcast, but good luck <laughs> if you're into this sort of thing. <laughs> okay, so – you know, obviously the premise of this pod, if you haven't been come aware of it, is that we read out old women's magazine articles mm-hmm. and stuff. And I must say I'm, I should start looking for some letters to the editor. I, I, I'll do that oh, next I love time. opinion pieces. Yeah, yeah, got to All do right, that. Let's do it. This one is – and I'm starting right at the start. Mm-hmm. This is I think the first, epi- first episode, the first edition of Australian Women's Ooh. Weekly. Uh, it was sun- Saturday 10th of June 1933. Woman and her work – and this, mm-hmm. is the, this is my favourite bit – are church dancers and cards wrong? <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> this like I year- feel like this is footloose. <laughs> Remember in like year four you would do debates, like mm. really obscure things, like turtles are cancelled or whatever, mm. and then like people would have to like debate once that this feels like kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, carry on. I'm into it. Should women shake, quote, the light fantastic toe? Do you feel sick in your mouth? No, I just don't understand what a light fantastic – is it like one of my toes that I have right now? <laughs> By the way, I, think I, have, it means I have coffee on my socks from when, when we burnt the coffee before. When I think it means dancing feet, uh-huh. you know. Um, should women shake the light fantastic toe mm-hmm. and provide their skill at card games to raise funds for church purposes? This seems so uncontroversial but worded in a really controversial – you know what I mean? I like know. It sounds this like- is a burning question occupying the minds of many committee mem- members at the moment. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? What losers? What are they – what is actually wrong with them? Oh, my God. Also, I mean – for the record, um, I hate organised fun, so I hate card games. I hate – Group activities. Yeah. I, I hate going out to dinner with a, more than one person. <laughs> it, unless it's family. Like but even then, sometimes so it can be. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the most ridiculous group dinner the other night. Yeah. Are they listeners of this podcast? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't think they would be. Yeah, okay, great. They were, they were comedians from overseas and they're lovely mm. people individually. Mm. When we all get as, as a collective, though, mm. Things start to go wrong. Yeah. Um, in many circumstances, that like is. Like everyone's doing bits. Well, no, no, really no. It's more that everyone's hopeless. Like, so there's no leader. And if you're at a late night restaurant oh, is this that's closing. You, you ended up um, making them split the bill? Yes. Yeah, right. And I, I, I don't know how I ended up the leader of this thing. I think it was because I was from Sydney. You're, well, you're a natural born leader, I would argue. Oh, God, I'm so not. But you nailed that. I didn't. It Someone was so told me bad. about it the next day. Yeah, you got was, reviewed the next day. It was terrible though. Mm. What happened was I didn't know where to go because mm-hmm. I'm not really from Sydney. I'm from Canberra. Mm-hmm. And and yet all of the internationals are looking to me like, where should we go for dinner? I'm like, mm. let's just walk into the night and find a place mm. within walking distance because there's less involvement. Mm. Uh, you know, if you just walk and find a place, mm. no one has spent time and energy going, let's go here. Yep. And I knew that would, that would end up being my, my decision. Mm-hmm. And then if it sucked, it'd be like, why did Chris choose here? Yeah. Well, she was – no one made a decision. Yeah. So anyway, we go to this place 
and it's closing up and they they hate us showing up. Oh, so it's, they're like wrapping up. They the hate night. our guts yeah. for showing yeah. up to their business. Wait, what time was it and what time did they probably shut? probably 10.30 and they were shutting at 11. Okay. And um, they wanted us dead. Mm-hmm. Like rather, than I would have thought they would have just said the kitchen's closed. They said it's closing in five minutes, okay. which means it's, but that we were not to be dissuaded. Yeah. So we get in, we order. It's not the right vibe. Mm. In any case, yeah. long story short, at the end they didn't want to split the bill and we had all these people from overseas without money or like local bank account, you know, like getting mm. the, the funds transfer thing. Would mm. have, I didn't have money in my account to pay for the whole table anyway. Mm. So I just got really bolshy and mm. said – you're going to have to split the bill because we can't do this any mm. other way. He's like, no, it's not the policy of the restaurant. I said, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to mm. and we're not leaving until you do. And and it was it just got really edgy, you know. And But like all you wanted to do was pay for the food that you had. <clears throat> yeah. And it's not like there were other customers there. And anyway. so then I split it. We split it evenly. Mm. But, of course, some people rightly piped up and went, look, some people didn't eat. And I was like, I was one of those people. Mm. Do you have a better suggestion, or are we going to pay forty bucks each? Mm. So you paid forty bucks to sit in a restaurant. To sit in. A Did you ship- have anything? Uh, we shared it. My son and I shared a plate of potatoes. Oh my god, that's such a shit deal. And and we had a drink each. Mm. Mm. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So that's just on group activities, mm. but yeah. So so never invite us anywhere. Committee members. Yeah. Mm. Church he- helpers were going with their unworried way in this matter until they learned of the discussion at the recent Presbyterian General Assembly mm-hmm. as to whether card playing and dancing were desirable as a means of raising money for church purposes. It was decided at the Assembly to request the presbyteries throughout the state to consider the matter and report to the next Assembly. And in the meantime, the Australian Women's Weekly has obtained viewpoints on the subject from prominent helpers at church. Cutting edge journalism. Love that. Getting right in there. Yeah, getting right to the heart of the yeah. matter. So what's the – like what – what why is, are people – here's what I'm missing. Why are people against it? Is it because cards and dancing scandalous? It is the 30s, Wait, I guess. Did you yeah. watch Footloose? Yeah, I did. That. They just didn't want to cut loose. No. Footloose. That's it. Get on their Sunday blues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever, yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> they were seven, this is seven yeah. degrees from Kevin Bacon. Let's <laughs> – Kevin Bacon plays the other guy in um, Crazy Stupid Love, so I just don't like him at all. Okay. let's. I've got the whole quote here for you okay, as great. to why. Mm-hmm. Um, Archdeacon Charlton, General Secretary of the Church of England Home Mission Society, who was approached on the matter, said that although things may be lawful, they are not always expedient. And to prove his point, quoted from the Apostle Paul, quote, it is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth or is offended or made weak. So there's your answer, Sarah. Got that cleaned up? Good. Drop them off. <laughs> what does any of that mean? So like eat flesh meaning meat or drink wine meaning like have fun? I don't know what that means. Okay. I feel like he's taking oh. a piss out of Catholics there because I we- wonder if – because we used, you know, we used to believe we we're eating the blood of, drinking the blood of. Christ. Okay, I have an interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's he's saying that like you shouldn't do stuff um, if it's going to tempt someone else in the room. The equivalent of smoking around a, um, a former smoker or drinking. Yeah, around a, a, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or, or and so he's saying that you shouldn't have women dancing in the room because they may tempt the oh. men in the room. Yeah, but I think, which is true. <laughs> All right. If you've ever seen me dance. 
<laughs> I think it's talking about individuals themselves as well, okay. though. Like if you drink, you're going to get be made weak. You if know? you drink, you're going to be made super fun. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen me drink. It's not necessarily the case. Um, <laughs> Reverend Edmund O'Donnell of St Mary's Cath- Cathedral, which is the cathos, I suppose, um, maybe, was of the opinion that there was nothing wrong with gambling, provided that it was not indulged in to excess. Okay. And that it did not cause a person to neglect his financial or other obligations, okay. duties to his wife, family, parents or other relatives who may depend on him, and provided also that he first paid all his lawful debts. Okay, he's never met a poker machine, obviously. Mm. Far too much gambling in our midst. But since card parties were lawful, there was no reason they should not be availed as a means to raise funds for charitable or religious purposes. Great. Oh, so it's not talking specifically about inviting women to them. It's just talking about in general. Yeah. They shouldn't have. But this is the, you know, the women's angle is, is right. in, in the Women's Weekly, obviously. Yeah. But um, so they're saying, the, they summarise by basically saying it, it's, um, it's up to each church. But um, <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> so, okay, card parties. Uh, have you ever been to a card party? Um, no, I have not. Uh, the nearest thing I can think of would be like a board games night. Like, wow, were you in year seven? <laughs> I was in year seven for a whole fucking year. <laughs> when you were playing board no, games? No, it's a thing. I went to, when I was in Austin, Texas, I went to a, um, a board game, I travel. Um, I, went, <laughs> I went to a board game cafe, not my scene, but like. Okay, that's it's open a, minded it's, of you. No, it's a whole thing. Well, it's like arcade games and arcade, there's like, there's an arcade cafe in Is Newtown. It for men who can't have sex <laughs> with women. <laughs> Watching our audience drop off, <laughs> just like person by person, like they hate cotton. I once went to a man's house who had lots. This is probably going to be identifiable. Mm. Um, we went to a guy's house with a bunch of people. Mm. Um, so it, was a, it was a group hang. Uh, you were a, a rare group hang, and um, and it, there was it, the house was full of uh, of um, machines. You know the pinball machines. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fun. It was fun, but I don't think he had a girlfriend for some time. <laughs> See, I think pinball uh, machines are the least worst of all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they're pretty cool because they're retro. Yeah, and, and they make a lot of noise. Like I, I, I love played. playing a pinball machine. I don't know why mm. you'd need more than one. <laughs> he was a real collector. Okay. You know, and it was worth quite a f- small fortune, I imagine. Okay, uh, that's a that's a large object to collect. Incidentally, oh, the whole the whole downstairs was full of them. Okay. Um, good good way to have a party, I must say. Everyone was getting into it, just yeah. playing their own pinball machines. But also, I think it's fun because you go there once and it's a fun thing that you do. But if they were in your house every day. Yeah, he had his favourites. Also, pinball never changes. No. But he also – that was the place where I first tried um, virtual reality. Okay. What did you think of it? Um, like with the goggles? Yeah, look, mainly my re- memory of that was sullied by the fact that the person before me that used them was so sweaty. So <laughs> <laughs> so you were really very much in reality. Yeah, I was, I was like – I, Wait, was I, I wish I – Was it like a ring of sweat around – Yeah, it yuck. just was all like – it was, it was like a sauna in, in my head. That from horrendous. other person's sweat, um, reheated the, by the first my time head. I tried virtual reality. Was beloved comedian Dane Simpson brought his um, virtual reality uh, set to uh, one and the same? House. It was actually his sweat. <laughs> We've got to cut that out. <laughs> no, no, I think Dane would stand by it. Let's tag Dane in it. Okay. No, but that's the first time I tried it. I was, I loved it. 
I was so, um, so, but it was like, um, uh, what it was like a, a game, like, a uh, it wasn't a shooting game. It was like a, a yeah, game, I think I know. it was like a, a ball game or something. Mm. Um, and I was just worried about tr- crashing into things in the real world. Yeah, I know it mm. is. Quite, I'm quite risk averse. I wasn't good at it, but I enjoyed no, it. I Dane was very good at it. Muggleton was pretty good. I'm at not it, sure I that I enjoyed it. You I'm know, not, I'm not good at this reality, let alone like. Yeah, the, I, I'm not into virtual reality. Mm. Um, I suppose if there was some other thing I could do, like I don't know, if I could, oh, my internal st- storage is low. Um, that's just from my phone. Um, if I could maybe walk through a scene mm-hmm. that is real. In terms of its, surely that's a thing. Yeah, and maybe just explore a place that mm. I'll probably never afford to go and visit, but it's it's really oh, there. Like you know, yeah. maybe you know, maybe the coast of Italy or like some. I think that's well within your grasp. It isn't really. I, I've got a gap in my mouth that I'm not going to get a fake tooth for because it's seven thousand dollars. Do you think I really should go to Italy? I mean, <laughs> you could do both. <laughs> No, go mm-hmm. to Italy, take one meeting about comedy and you can write the whole thing off on tax. Mm. Or is that tax evasion? I don't know. I, I can't imagine anyone in Italy wants to hear <laughs> me talk about comedy, or, let alone do it. might have fans it. in Italy. Let's find out. Mm. Um, if you are listening from Italy, uh, give us a call, 1-800-Chris oh and Sarah. Oh, my God. The there pants. is no 1-800 number. Yeah, it's, it's Chris and Sarah Wear the Pants. We're on commercial radio. At gmail.com. Or at Chris and Sarah Wear the Pants, which on Instagram you on can Instagram. DM us. Yeah. Nice stuff. I would like to hear from people because – you know, we got our first email. Yeah, was, was that a mom. friend of yours? Ah, that's from, was from my mum. That's cute. Said love the podcast. Ah, so cute. We yeah. love this for her. And then my dad described us as nuts, which I take as a compliment. That's true. Mm. Well, he if he saw us each with one fake eyebrow on <laughs> right now, he would be. I've just be. I've accepted it as part of part of your face. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of rubbed it off though, really discreetly, which I'm actually. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the cards. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, so I think, like, church dances. Have you ever been involved in a church dance? No. I mean, I went to like a religious or like an Anglican school, and everyone had had dances, but I don't think those really count. I briefly went to like a youth group in the small town I grew up in, just because my friend went. But I don't recall there ever being dances. Mm. Mm. No, I went. I led a couple of c- c- Catholic youth weekends. <laughs> yeah, that's so much to unpack. In year twelve, I got, did, I got right into it. Like, as in you were you were running it. I was a leader, Sarah. Like what you said, that, that I'm, I was. I'm not from a church like energy, so I don't really know what that means. <laughs> well, um, mainly, I did not know this about you. Yeah, you, like you a, did. The, not Surely. That you were a church person. Yeah, I sang in church. I used to give out the, the Holy Communion. Okay. Is that Little Bickies? It's it's the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's leave that there. Let's leave that right there because um, the Catholics get very angry. I don't think the Catholics are listening to this. Oh. Well, you wouldn't think they were listening to Reuben Kay either. But... <laughs> we love everything about Christianity everywhere, don't we? Nah, fuck them. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, yeah, I used to get right into leading these youth weekends mm. where you'd reflect and, you know, lead like talking you'd go circles. Like camp or whatever? Like, yeah, it was like a camp type yeah. vibe. It would have been fun as It a was fun. I, look, it was good community stuff, you know, mm. it was fun. I'm not sure that, you know, their values on things like, 
you know, homosexuality or um, gender identity or anything like that would stand up. Or anything like beyond 19, like 30. Yeah, and even sex. Mm. I'm pretty sure because like I definitely wasn't having any Mm. um, in the church, you know. Or indeed outside of the church. No, anywhere, anywhere at all, in fact. Um, Yeah, so I I don't know, church dances and... Do you love that we can't handle serious topics? No, we can't. (laughs) Absolutely not. Because all I can think is mum's listening, dad's listening. I don't think... I don't think Even though they're listening. not, they're I don't abs- think your mum's listening. objectively, they're not going to listen. No. Um, and also I was told once, uh, if you're doing comedy with the idea of your parents as your audience, mm. that is the wrong audience. Yeah, that checks out. It does, doesn't it? Because your audience is people like you and my audience is people But like I had this in- interesting conversation with some of my favourite comedians mm. who are always... Women? No, mm-hmm. they're not always. There's, there's often women. It happened to be a large a group of women yeah. that were mothers in mm-hmm. Canberra last mm-hmm. week when I was visiting, mm-hmm. and um, and we we touched on the idea that as mums particularly, but women in general, often we worry about we worry more than men do about what our family think. Mm. You know, we have responsibilities to our children and our partners mm-hmm. and our mums and dads mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. That limit <clears throat> what we're prepared to say. Oh. Yeah. Well, not everyone feels that way, but I do, and then these women certainly felt the same pressures. Well, I mean, they're people that you that are in your life that you care about. I don't see why you'd want to offend mm. them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it makes sense but to me. men, but men, um, really, a lot of them don't. Is care this about anecdotal that. evidence? Yes, I suppose it is. Mm. But I mean, what? What am I supposed to fucking research everything before I talk? Yeah, I went on Wikipedia <laughs> for my articles. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, no, I mean. My uh, parents have long accepted that I'll do exactly what I want to do, so they're kind of... Really? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't say stuff that would offend them. I mean, I swear, but that's about it. Swearing's like the least of my worries. Yeah, me too. I don't care about the swearing anymore. Yeah, like swearing. It's kind of just like when people are just like, oh, do you swear? I'm just like, yeah, and I'm just like, it's probably, you know. Mm. As a comedian, swearing is the least offensive thing you can do. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why I do. I just do. Mm. I'm just checking that we're still recording. Oh, great. I thought be... you were, is that the equivalent of you checking your watch? No, this no, it would be horrifying if we weren't, but we are. Yeah, good. Um, um, yeah. yeah, no, I um. So you literally think of your – but also, like, that makes sense to me. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. That you, like – It sens- is limiting, though. You are sensitive to the needs of the people that you love in your life. For example, one of my friends didn't talk about their – family mm. or their partner, oh. you know, in a fairly important gig yeah. and just talked about something completely not mm. not personal mm. in order to not step on toes, you know. Oh. And I think uh, I don't know many men that would do that. Yeah. I mean, also at the, at the same time, everything that happens to you is yours, mm. you know. Like even if you, um, I don't know for example, get cheated on, go through a separation, like something happens to you or whatever, Mm. you're still free to talk about it because it happened to you, Mm. you know, and then like how far you go with it's up to you, I guess. Like I would quite happily talk about anything in my personal life. I just think it's not that interesting. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, but when you say it's not that interesting, Mm. I I, I don't think that's a – I don't think that's the reason why. Mm. I think it's because you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't know, but like what would I talk about? Well, there's plenty of things that have gone on in your life. No, everything's gone perfectly well. No, that that has gone on in your life, I see. Oh, I think that has gone wrong. No, 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 no. Mm. 
things have gone on, you know. Yeah. You've we had experiences. Yeah, that's true. Um, I've had one to two experiences. You've had a couple of experiences. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've been alive. <laughs> I mean, unless I'm deluded. For 30, for 30, for 33 years. Imagine if I was a figment of your imagination. Oh, man. Um, I was just thinking mm. I really don't want to go to the gym after this. Okay, let's not go. <gasps> really? Yeah. I can go on my way home. Oh, no. Aren't we going for cocktails? I mean, I'm driving. Oh, so no, but you can leave your car. need to have this conversation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is our launch day, so we yeah, were going to we go were for have a bit of a party. celebration. Um, let's talk about this offline, but okay. we'll let you know what we end up doing. All right. Well, I'm, I think I'm still hungry. I don't I, I don't think what I ate for lunch was enough. I ate so, I'm at, I ate the world's biggest banh mi. Mm. It's as big as this rug. It's a, it was huge. So you're not hungry. So our hunger is mismatched. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll need to. So we'll need to go somewhere that has snacks. Okay. And All right. drinks. Okay. okay. Shall we pause? Yeah. I'll do mine. Yep. Great. Love it. And we're back. And we're back. So big decision from us. We've actually got rid of the cameras because we hated it. I feel so much better already. Oh, my God. I'm sitting in a comfortable position. I know. My back has support. <laughs> I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm so happy. Um, I, Chris pointed out that it was like being on Zoom, you know, when you pay no attention yeah. to Zoom because you can just see your face. It's horrible. So I think until we figure out – there is, by the way, a garbage truck oh, outside. True. Um, that was good timing. I'll just stop it for a second. Right. The garbages have been emptied. That's good. I think it's gone. Yep. Um, it's my turn. So basically, sorry, in conclusion, your article was that like, yes, we can do card games and dances if the, each church decides. I think I, it, the I jury was drama. out. I wanted more like... Drama, yeah. Like I wanted more like what shits happened that made them think they can't have dances. Yeah, it was sort of a nothing article in a way. It was just like, look, here's an issue, but let's not touch on it at all. Sort of like how we get when we talk about serious issues. <laughs> Um, we're getting into the fucking weeds with my article though. Do you want to hear it? Yep. Okay. So, uh, even if you said no, I'd still go ahead with it. Um, so this is from a little later than yours. This is from the Australian women's weekly Saturday, 5th of January, 1946. And I have two pieces of context for 1946, two very important ones. Uh, in uh, the 5th of May the previous year. So we're talking about, uh, seven months prior to the publication of this article, World War II ended. Mm. And 27th of August. Um, so about... What's that? Five months before this article, Kerry O'Brien was born. The, the guy that was on Seven Thirty yep. Report. Yep. Huh. They're my two pieces. Oh wow! Okay, that is. I, I see where we are now. It's all come clearly to me. <laughs> the skies have opened up. <laughs> this is the context. All I'm thinking is, um, everyone's like ready to party and like bang guys that have come back from the war. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, so I just need you to know that the article that I've picked today is my favorite article so far. It is six pages long, but we will be hearing extracts. Okay, great. Um, and I was going through it trying to pick the funny bits and the whole thing's ridiculous. Okay, so great. we're just going to, let's just see how far we get. I don't need let's to read jump the whole in. thing, obviously. Okay. So let's go from the top. So we're in 1946. Article is titled, What is Beauty? By John Robert Powers, famous American model agent. Oh, so My favourite type of person. So you know, you know you're in for a treat here. Here we go. In the past 24 years, about a million girls who hoped they were beautiful have come to my office. Oh, God. It's giving Weinstein. Gross. My job has been to cull out the ones that really were. 
So obviously, <gasps> I should know what makes a girl beautiful. Isn't oh, I, this just like what life is made of? I'm this, vomiting. Isn't this just what life is made of? So that was the big print. Now we get into the weeds. Hmm. Um, but when I tried to put into words, I suddenly realized I'd been going by hunch. Finally, I went to the dictionary and looked up beautiful. <laughs> now I was getting somewhere. Oh, for God's sake. A beautiful person, it said, is one who is delightful to the senses. <sighs> I guess I'm out. No, you're delightful. No. You smell good. My laugh is... <laughs> Your laugh is the best. It is not. My mum's like, do you have to laugh like that? You know, there are That's a lot horrendous. of... horrendous, Wendy. Have, oh, we have a lot of senses, you yeah. know. And not everyone's going to please all of them, are mm. they? And so, and everyone likes different things, mm. like, yeah. Well, he very much goes on to okay. explain exactly what he means in, in six pages of detail. Mm. But what senses? <laughs> Here was one reason why beauty was so hard for me to define. It depends on who's looking at you and the circumstances. Some people like sweetness in their women others a little spice <laughs> but the majority of men want their future wives to be brunettes but they would rather look at the blonde on a cover oh, of a magazine she's sake. more dramatic pictorially here we go this this to me was the best part of the article i'm only in on the third paragraph psychologists tell me that if you want to convince some particular man you're beautiful your best bet is to look vaguely like his own mother oh lord mm. Oh, that's so strange. And this is in bold in the article. So this is like the pull quote. Okay. The first sweetheart of any male is a mother who looked after him as a child. Mm-hmm. The setting often affects a girl's beauty. A girl may look breathless in a silver fox coat and look ghastly in a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, skipping forward. I would say – interrupt me anytime because there's a lot going on I don't on know here. what to say. I would say there are two kinds of women men turn to stare at. One is a spectacle, the vision, the production job. They admire her, but they wouldn't feel comfortable with her munching apples beside a fire. Well. One of my favourite romantic activities. <laughs> <laughs> also, is munching apples by the fire a euphemism? I, I really don't know what's going on here. <laughs> oh, do you want to hear the – have a guess what the other kind of girl is. Uh, some kind of vixen. No, I think that was the vixen. Oh, that's the vixen. So, and oh, then, it's, then it's, the, it's the one that can bake and likes yeah, to wash so up and vacuum and <laughs> look after kids and that. The other kind of girl is the one who has – where is she? Is the one who has natural loveliness, is friendly and looks like the kind of girl who would be fun on a golf course or in his home. I'm not fun on a golf course. I, I get very frustrated. No, sorry, I'm not, I disagree. I reckon we would be fun on a golf course, eight mimosas in riding a golf cart. Yeah, but only to each other. Everyone else would be like, who are these dickheads? They're no fun on the golf course. I've got a friend of golfs <laughs> and it just sounds like the most boring thing in the world. Oh, uh, look, I did once go to golf with my mum and and um, she got, got us a lesson and I thought no, – The lesson do. was never I, golf. Yeah, I thought oh, I'll clock this. This will be easy. But fuck, it was hard. Oh, and, yeah. You know, like it, you'd think everyone makes it look so easy that you can just smash this little ball all the way to the green, but no way. Mm. So, no, I'm no fun on the golf course. Yeah. I suppose what he means by fu- a woman that's fun on the golf course is someone that's like, great shot, love. Yeah. Would you like a sandwich? Yeah, I think that's what mm. – like in a broad brim, like a big sort mm. of elegant hat just applauding on yeah. the sliding glass. who doesn't need to go and wee behind the bushes <laughs> and then say how outrageous it is that there's no toilets on the green. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just be like, I want chips. I'm going back to the golf club. <laughs> there's 
no reception out here. Yeah. I, I can't even scroll Instagram. What am I going to do? Watch you play. But also, As if like, I'm going to watch you play, I'd do anything. And your fucking weird chinos and shoes. Fuck off. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, sorry, there's just, there's so, it's, it's a long article, but I think it's really good. I have another tangent. Yeah. I want to explore, yes. which is the idea of couples that watch each other do stuff. So, okay. you know, like, I mean, have you ever been in a relationship where your partner comes and watches you, you know? Well, I mean, we do comedy, so it's kind of a bit different. Yeah, but like Comedy's maybe, kind of interesting. Well, not really. Mm. Not if you do it all the time. Oh, I, I like, if I've ever had a partner, they come to key shows. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't drag yeah, them along exactly, to every gig. Like, exactly. I can't imagine anything Like once worse. or twice a year is enough. That's it. That's totally. It. It's a family rule. I have one show a year that I can yep. have people come to and that's totally. it. Totally. Mm. Um, but can you imagine like having a partner that you go and watch them do bowls or whatever, you know, whatever it is, or fishing or surfing. Or You'd whatever. have to be part of like the WAGs club. There'd have to be other wives and girlfriends yes. that you like. But then I'm just like that whole thing to me is like not a vibe. No. Like if they're golfing or whatever on a Saturday, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, totally. Also, I guess it depends what it is. Like if your husband was a professional sports person, it would probably be like kind of cool. Oh, like, no. Like, would you uh, like that, would you? Yeah, if my husband was a Formula One driver, as I assume that oh. one day, I would absolutely go around to the Formula One. Okay. Mm. Yeah, well I well I wouldn't be attracted to a Formula One driver. Really? No. People have this idea that they're all short, but they're actually not. Oh, that's not why. Mm. It's because of, he's a Formula One driver. Okay. Great. No, I love it. <laughs> but also it depends what it is. Like Like what am I gonna have in common with a Formula One driver, Sarah? Apart from we're in Melbourne at the same time and accommodation's expensive. <laughs> I reckon you could have a lot in common with a Formula One driver. You could both be into like brunch. Oh. You could both like going for walks. No, I don't reckon they no, like walking. I don't reckon they like walking. And I, yeah, they drive everywhere for sure. No, a lot of them hate driving. Do they? Yeah, they don't like because they, it's like. I don't know, know if you, anyone's told them what their job is. No, but you know when you do something for a job, you don't like doing it outside of the job? Yeah. It's like, like how, that's like, why we're not we're funny. Not funny <laughs> comedy. Um, I don't know. The idea of couples that watch each other and hang all the time, I, I've just never been that kind of person. I think if I was in a partnership, I like to think that I'd go and support them at something that is important to them. Oh, yes. But I wouldn't be spending every single Saturday at the golf club because it's not interesting to me. No, same. Like if someone is super interesting, interested in something and super into it, I love that. Yeah, same. Like if they're like playing a big tennis tournament, I don't know, whatever, like mm. I'd go along to that. But I'm like, I'm not going to go watch your tennis training. No. That's nightmarish. No, it is. If there's good food. What about yeah. hanging out with their mates if their mates are all into Formula One. Oh, I'm taking you on. Okay, you're looking at your watch. No, no, I just got told that I have 36 steps left this hour and I just don't like the energy that I'm getting from my oh watch. Oh, God. Um, wait, sorry, say that last thing again. Um, so I can't remember. Like it's – if oh, yeah, would you ha- want to hang around with your form- Formula One driving husband and all of his Formula One driving mates and their girlfriends and wives? Yeah, isn't that kind of part of it? Is it? Like just socialising. I can't imagine having a group of people that do the same thing. Well, I mean, you've been in. A, you've got way more relationship experience than me. Like, have you done that before? Like, is that no. I mean, the, the only thing in common was we had children and we lived within walking distance from each other's houses. Oh, okay. Which also equals we like to drink on the weekend yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's part of it, mm. but also like, yeah, I'm far less experienced than you, so I can't really, I've, mm. you know, can't really speak to that. Uh, but I like to think that, like, if you like your partner, chances are you're going to like their friends. And if they have friends who are absolute dickheads, that's a red flag. Yeah, well, that's it's if not all their last. friends fucking suck, like that yeah. says something about them. Totally. Um, there's 
a lot more to go here. Go ahead. I'll and stop talking. No, never stop talking. Never stop talking. I'm obsessed. Um, it just it, it's he sort of like it. Kind this article just a heads up kind of keeps getting worse. Okay, great. Um, so here I was we hoping that. I'm trying in trying to list the ingredients that make a girl beautiful. Mm-hmm. I did find there are some traits that seem to be present in almost all the girls who I, a man, consider beautiful. Twelve of these traits are listed in the accompanying box under twelve points. I don't think I have that box. Oh. I don't think they included it in okay. the article. Hang on, let's see if I can find it. Toxic. I did actually read this and I completely missed it. Do you want it. me to pause? Oh, here we go. Harmony of features is the main one. This is essential to beauty, but it's only the starting point. If beauty were a mere matter of measurable symmetry, we could reproduce beauties en masse. They would lose their rarity and excitement. Girls walk into my office who, by every standard of measurement, should be gorgeous, but I can't get them out fast enough. They walk as if they were riding a horse. Their voices are shrill. Their minds shallow. Is he talking about me? I feel like he just... Oh, wow. <laughs> um, here we go. Real beauty comes from within. That may sound trite, but it's true. A beautiful girl has an inner glow. I hate him. Uh, I'm I hate gonna, his job I'm and I hate him. three more things from this article. Yeah. And then we can really get into it. This is called Her Best Age. To my mind, a woman cannot be beautiful unless she's living to the full, harmoniously developing all her potentials, has complete self-confidence, and has achieved an effortless coordination of mind and body. Um, that is so hard to achieve. Do if you I were to pick the age when a girl is most likely to reach the full bloom of her beauty, I would say 23 years old. And after that, she can wither and drop off. Yeah, after that, she's she like just, a handbag of disgusting she, fucking mess. 23. I'm trying to remember me at 23. I was a little oh, rat man. bag. Yeah, I, no. I had no self-esteem. Yeah. That's probably what he loves, though. He's forgotten to mention. I love it when they hate themselves. That's real hot. Um, this is one of those articles that continues over 800 pages. Um, the other thing I want to say was our beauty is about creating the illusion. Beauty is within the potential, the potentials of almost any girl who is not a freak. <laughs> a freak. Dear God. Uh, after all, girls with casts in their eyes have become movie stars. What does that mean? I don't know. Um, and then the final thing I wanted to say was the end, which is, Every girl dreams in her most secret heart to be lovely to look at, but she's half ashamed of the dream. And as I diagnose it, the trouble with nine-tenths of all women is that they're victims of their own merits and bad mental and physical habits. The woman who believes in herself and strives to live a full life is constantly discovering new potentials within herself that she never knew existed. So he really tries to bring it home Mm. with like some... um, uh, like it's all about self-confidence, but then like in the five pages previously, he's describing exactly what is beauty. He is an absolute creep. Well, I mean, the whole fact that there is a job for some cunt to, <laughs> to judge whether we're beautiful or not and then, well, isn't you that know. What a modelling Well, that's what does. I mean. Yeah. That is the job. You know, mm. that's the job description. And the fact that he says millions of girls come into office. Like I can picture, I reckon he's greasy <laughs> oh, as fuck. I reckon he's sick. Yeah. Gross, just like predatory mm. dude. Um, I mean, we're defaming him after his death, obviously. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the concept of multiple women, young women under 23 walking into that dude's fucking but office. For me, it's the fact that I reckon he's probably somewhere around 50. I mean, I could probably actually research mm-hmm. this man. Um but the fact that he's settled on 23, 23 is too young. It's 23 so is young. five years off being like a kid. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, it, none of this is uh, probably even out of date yet, you know, like yeah. none of this is uh, surprising. Mm. It has always been thus. I used to have a mate who said, um, you know, that it was objectively – there were women who were objectively beautiful and and, mm. and all men would like. And I was like, I don't know that I believe you because I, I know men who like a certain type and that's not what you're talking about, you know. Mm. I'm pretty sure there's a diversity of views among mm. men. I'm pretty sure that men don't all – want to bonk the same women. No, I think we can give them a bit credit. more credit. Yeah. yeah. So so I don't know what this beauty uh, goal is that they're – who are they identifying it for? Well, let me show you and I'll post this to our socials. Um, he's got a woman that he holds up here as um, like the ultimate beauty um, and her name is Georgia Carroll and there is a picture of her there. Nurse Georgia Carroll? <laughs> yeah. No, this is Georgia Carroll. Um, oh, yeah, look. She's beautiful. I don't know if we can post that to our socials because it's um, probably – We can post it. We'll just do it we? as a story. It'll disappear yeah. after 24 hours so I don't mm. miss it. But she's just a really pretty girl. Yeah, like, I mean, sure. That's sort of what it's, it is. It's interesting, this whole concept of beauty. Um, but also w- beauty, like I find um, it goes – looks go in and out of fashion. Like I remember there was like everyone our age or like every age but – Particularly our age. I love that you say our age when you're 17 well, years younger down. than me. We round down. <laughs> I'm literally 17 years younger than you. That's so funny. I know. Um, but uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but there was a big publication that did a genuine earnest article about how heroin chic is coming back this year. Oh, do you remember that look sake. from the 90s? Yeah, I that do. Was like Kate Moss. Kate Moss, yeah. Mm. That sort of look was coming back with the low slung jeans mm-hmm. and like all that sort of stuff. And they were just like, well, this is a new fashion and everyone – like was like, we're not doing that again. Mm. We're not doing that again. Like mm. how can beauty standards come in and out like that when it's someone's whole ass body? You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's a body's not something that goes in and out of fashion. Clothes, whatever, fair enough. They come in and out. I mean I'm like, how can a frame Yeah, but if the frame is never changed, it's still skinny. Mm. You know? I mean yeah. yes, there are some nods tips of the cap to, you know, body positive movement and But they'll and celebrate such. themselves and they'll be so pleased with themselves when like one out of twenty five models yeah. is like a size twelve. Yeah. Mm. It's annoying. And and you know, that people would on social media smash campaigns by big brands mm. like Nike and that that mm. if they have like an a Lizzo in there or mm. something I don't even know if she does Nike but um you know it, it's still a woman displaying their body if it's not mm. um pleasing to the if it's not small if it takes yeah, up like it, less space if it takes yeah. up too much space it's frowned upon still mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I mean, even in the last like four episodes, we've touched on this. I think every it, can, it mm, comes up every episode, yeah. Like with your slimming, um, your slimming center one, yeah, Thelma, and like that one with the weird exercises that you can do. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just insane. And the fact that these articles are from nearly a hundred years ago, and we're still having the same conversations. I is... know, and I'm still trying to get out of going to the gym later. <laughs> <laughs> what are we up to? Oh dear. Well, look, we are up to uh, – We always land on 55. 46. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. That's all right. We're allowed to have it. They're not paying for it. It's fine. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I did get told not to slag off our listeners. I'm not slagging you off. I'm just being no, honest. we love you. We're we very love grateful you. that you're listening. Yeah. Um, I do want to hear from people with the – you know, they ah oh, the you know a pants moment. Have you had a pants moment this this week, Sarah, where you felt your power metaphysically, uh, metaphorically, by wearing the pants? 
Yeah, I did. Uh, so, um, as we discussed previously, I went to the Blue Mountains on the weekend. Mm. And for me, the whole weekend was a pants moment. You know, like we did some really good hikes. We did this one hike that was basically, it's called the National Pass if you're big into hiking. And it's just, it's so beautiful. It's mostly closed now because, well, it has been closed since the awful bushfires that sort of swept through there and ruined most of the vegetation. Um, but there's one part of it that's almost vertical. Um, and we were just climbing up and then I sort of got to the top and we were overlooking this beautiful mountain and I was there with my friends and I was just like, I have literally built this life for myself. You know what I mean? You know those moments? Like it was, it was such a nothing moment. It was for your birthday too. And happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. This act technically wasn't, this was technically just a, it was sort of like that friend group. We normally go out, go away for everyone's birthdays. None of us have been away for anyone's birthday. So we're like, we're going to do this trip. Mm. Um, but I was kind of just like, you know, I don't, I'm not where I thought I would be in terms of like, I don't have like a partner and kids and all that sort of stuff. But I'm just like, I get to do shit like this. I get to be on the side of a cliff in a mountain with my best friends at 10.30am on a that Sunday morning. So cool. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that was my pants moment, I think. Oh, I think that's brilliant. What about you? I hadn't thought of this, but um, I think it probably was back in Canberra last week when I caught up with three dear comedy mum friends from Canberra. Are these also some of my favourite comedians? Yes, they yes. are. And Such a good group. And it's just the best uh, to feel in a community of women who are mums but who also do comedy. Mm. It's quite a niche. Mm. Um, and there's a reason there's not many mums in comedy in my view yeah. because you, it is difficult to um, coordinate a, a, a career in comedy with parenting. I mean, mm. obviously I'm at the tail end of my parenting um, mm. But, um, yeah, so it was just lovely to connect with them and um, see them thriving, you know. Mm. Uh, two of them went to the national finals of Raw this year. They were spectacular. Yeah, and they, they'll go on telly, you know. like And mm. they started comedy two years ago. They, yep. they did my comedy course, which mm. was, you know, uh, just – I guess a way for them to meet each other mm. and and connect with the community mm. and then just realize that they could just get on the stage. It's not actually that special. You can just yeah. get on. Yeah. Um, but they're so good. So yeah. And Tanya Lasano is a dear friend oh, of mine, um, so brilliant good. comedian who started many years ago in mm. Melbourne, now in Canberra. So yeah, Tanya and Jackie and Trish and um, it was just uh, it was a good moment, you know, knowing that you've got women in comedy doing good stuff. And, I love that. Yeah, they're great pants moments from this. They week. are. They are. Um, we want to hear your pants moment. And you can write in anonymously, obviously, um, and we can uh, share it on the pod or not share it on the pod. Mm. Maybe you just want to share it with us. Yep. Um, and that is Chris and Sarah wear the pants at gmail.com, every word, all small case, and at Chris and Sarah wear the pants on Instagram. You can DM us and it will actually be us responding. We don't have people. Yep. And also just big shout out to a couple of the people that have helped us make this. We've yeah. got Tim Duck does the mastering of the audio, which helps it from banging your ears around too much. Like we're very shrill and hysterical. Yes. So it's very very much, very uh, appreciated. Yep. And Yosef K did the original music, mm-hmm. which we're grateful for. And um, uh, that's, you know, that's it for them for now, I think. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll see you next week. decide what we're going to do. I think we're just going to lie down on the weird mat. Yeah. I think that's probably what we're going to do. And then we'll just mm-hmm. assess what our celebrations will be for starting this podcast. Yes. Tell your mates, keep sharing. Thanks heaps. We'll we see you next you. time. Bye. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. This episode was mastered by Tim Duck at Verse Productions. Music by Yosef K and artwork by Century Comedy. Our podcast is hosted on Acast. 
Articles are sourced online through Trove at the National Library of Australia. Sources are listed in the episode notes. Send your pants moments, article suggestions or miscellaneous thoughts to chrisandsarahweatherpants at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at chrisandsarahweatherpants or on our own accounts at Christine Ryan Comedy or Empire of Gaul, G-A-U-L. Thanks. Thanks.